I'm now joined in the studio by Joel Valabrega and Christophe Galois, who uh, are from Mudam. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good morning. Very fine. Thanks very much uh, for coming to join us on the show today. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, some of your upcoming programming. But before we start, could you just introduce yourselves and let us know about the work that you do at Mudam? Hi, Tom. Um, thank you for having us. Uh, my name is Joël Valabrega, and I'm curator of performances and public programs at Modam, and I've been working there from 2020. My name is uh, Christophe Galois, and I work as curator, head of uh, exhibitions at Modam. Okay. Uh, now, I'm sure most of our listeners will uh, know very well uh, what Mudam is and where it is, but for anyone who's perhaps uh, new to Luxembourg or has, hasn't had the opportunity to visit the museum yet, could you explain to us uh, where Mudam is, uh, when did you open and what uh, kind of art is displayed at the museum? So, opened in 2006 and designed by Pei, Mudam is a museum of modern and contemporary art. Um, which fosters research and dialogue uh, while giving special attention to the changing nature of art and its production across the world. Um, it is co-located in Kirchberg, the business di district in Luxembourg, um, and has as neighboring institutions the Philharmonie and the Grand Théâtre. Right, and it's in a, a really beautiful building, I should say. If anyone hasn't had the chance to go down yet, I'd highly, attend, I'd highly recommend to, to get down there uh, and, and check out the museum. Uh, but it's not just uh, exhibiting space. You also have a collection of art, a publishing department, as well as a, an engaging public program. Can you explain to us a little bit about what each of the different departments at Mudam do? Yes, so I think we can say that uh, all these uh, aspects, uh, activities are intimately uh, intertwined. Um, we could say that the collection itself is a kind of the DNA of the of the museum. Um, it is composed of uh, 700 uh, artworks, um, mostly from the last uh, 30 years, let's say, uh, of artists of different generations, different geographical contexts, and also of, uh, working with uh, in different disciplines. Um, the collection is presented both through uh, permanent artworks in the museum and also uh, temporary displays that we that we do. Publication is um, yeah, publishing activities are uh, linked to to the exhibitions themselves. So most of the time we publish uh, books in connection to the exhibitions that we are producing. And it's also as, as Joel said about uh, research and thinking and thinking about the world of art in society. And also, um, it's important for me to add that the publishing department uh, takes care of the book as a product from A to Z. So they're uh, working on catalogs, but also on the selections of books that you find at the Mudam Boutique. Um, and also, important aspect is the public, uh, public program department, so the public's department, which sort of do a parallel programming to give, you know, additional information and additional uh, material for those who are not uh, as aware or are not so informed about the exhibitions itself. Okay. So, I mean, aside from the exhibitions, there are plenty of ways for people to engage with the museum uh, through your publications and the, and the public program. Uh, but uh, the main reason that you're here today is to talk about the next upcoming big exhibition, uh, which is uh, called Al Rio to the River. It's by uh, Zoe Leonard. Could you tell us a little bit about Zoe Leonard, who she is, and about the work that she does? Yeah. So Zoe Leonard is uh, an artist from the US. Uh, she was born in 1961. She lives in uh, both New York and Marfa in Texas. Uh, her career has, uh, on an international level started uh, from 30 years ago, uh, and especially at the Documenta, you know, this uh, major exhibition which happens every five years. 
uh, in Germany, uh, in Kassel. Uh, so yeah, she was one of the key artists of the 1992 uh, documenta. Uh, her last exhibition in Europe uh, dates back to 2012 uh, at the Camden Art Center in London. She also presented um, an important exhibition, touring exhibition in Europe uh, 15 years ago in, uh, in Madrid at Reina Sofia and uh, Winter, Winter Tour. Um, most re recently, in 2018 and 19, she presented a retrospective exhibition at the Whitney Museum in New York and also at the MoCA in LA. Okay. And what uh, kind of art does she make? What's the medium that she works with? Uh, she works with uh, photography, mm -hmm. um, uh, and but she, yeah, she's mostly known as a photographer. But she also works, uh, produces uh, sculptures and installations. Um, her work uh, combines a kind of documentary approach of photography and a very personal perspective. Um, yeah, she she deals with uh, themes such as uh, genders, migrations, urban landscapes, cultural history. She's also, I think, very interested in the margins, and this is interesting for the project that we are presenting now. Uh, she looks at the, let's say, the unnoticed places, uh, the forgotten histories, or the yeah, what is discarded or yeah, not taken into account. Um, I have an in interesting quote about uh, about this uh, idea of a margin. She says, "I like to work around the edges, the place in between things, where one place runs and out, and another begins." This is not only about actual places, cities or type of landscapes, but it is also about queerness, politics, language, and a certain kind of art practice. Okay, and that quote that you that you just um, quoted from her is very uh, pertinent, actually, to the current exhibition, which is which is starting. Uh, when does it start? Next week, I think. Al Rio to the river. Uh, what's the what's the topic of this of this exhibition? Yeah, um, so the show is starting, in fact, tomorrow. Oh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. The opening is tomorrow right. night. Yeah. Uh, and the topic is uh, a border and a river, uh, which is a Rio Grande, uh, as it is named in the US, or Rio Bravo, as it is named in Mexico. She started the project uh, five years ago, uh, in 2016, uh, and she photographed the river following its course along the 2000 kilometer, where it is used to demarcate the boundary between the US and, and Mexico. Uh, so between the cities of El Paso uh, in US and uh, Ciudad Juarez in Mexico to uh, the Gulf of, uh, of Mexico where it flows into the Atlantic. Okay. Um, and as you said, she's American born in uh, the United States. Uh, the Rio Grande is, of course, uh, a very significant, significant location. Uh, it's, as it's the river that kind of forms the border between the United States and Mexico. It sees a lot of stru struggle and symbolizes a kind of threshold uh, for some people to a better life or the American dream. Uh, do her photos come from the gaze of an American or does she kind of try to take a more like a neutral observational kind of position? Yeah, I think she really wanted to avoid this, uh, mm -hmm. what she calls a one-sided uh, gaze. Uh, she, for her, the, this question of the vantage point uh, mm -hmm. is very important, and she uh, she tried to, to to show a more complex uh, reality. Uh, she photographed from both banks of the river and therefore from both countries, and uh, she what was also important for her was to to highlight um, almost the link to, with the body uh, to the river. Uh, she she worked not with tripod, but with handheld camera. 
um, and this uh, yeah she talks about the shifting or changing vantage point okay so it sounds like it's about really trying to get in touch with that space and that location um one quote that I picked up from your website when I was reading about the uh, exhibition ahead of this interview from her is uh, the shifting nature of a river which floods periodically, changes course and carves new channels is at odds with the political tasks which it's asked to perform, um, which I found very interesting because, you know, it's true, a river is fluid, it moves, but in this case, this river kind of represents a very solid barrier. Uh, how, does, how is this kind of uh, conveyed in, through these photos? I think yeah, it's a very important quote from from her. Um, she she photographed the materiality of the border and of the river, and so in many photographs there is this uh, kind of paradox or contradictions between, as you said, the shifting nature of the of the river and the built environment. Um, it's very interesting to see the layers of constructions. Um, uh, yeah, in some of images like uh, when you see a landscape and uh, there is uh, the river but also a lot of uh, uh, constructions, the wall uh, it's also about surveillance um, there is this historian uh, who wrote a book about, uh, a book about, uh, about the river and the border, he talks about uh, his name is uh, C.G. Alvarez and he talks about a kind of accretion uh, a kind of uh, su superimposition of, of layers of, uh, of constructions um, okay, uh, another thing that I read on your website is that uh, the material process itself of photography is very important to uh, Zoe Leonard. Um, how, how is that kind of evident through this exhibition? Yeah, Zoe Leonard always wants to, to show the materiality of the photography. Mm -hmm. uh, she wants to highlight the fact that it's, it's a piece of paper, it is printed, and it's also a point of view on, on reality. Uh, specific framing of the of the world. Um, so, for instance, uh, a discrete but important aspect is this black border that she keeps around the around the photography. It comes from the negative of the uh, of the picture, and it's a, a kind of reminder to the viewer and also to the artist that this is a, a composition and it's a subjective and specific uh, view on the world. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to me, this sounds fascinating. I think I'm going to attend uh, tomorrow is the opening, uh, if anybody wants to come down. You also have a very significant uh, publication that you're releasing alongside this exhibition. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, the show is uh, accompanied by uh, a book, as you said, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, as ambitious as the exhibition itself, maybe even more. Uh, it is um, composed of two volumes. Um, one is uh, gathers the images of uh, Zoe Leonard, and for the other one, which was edit edited by Tim Johnson, a poet based in Marfa, they invited together um, some 22 contributors to write not about Zoe's work, but about the river. So it's a the river approach from many different perspectives. Uh, for instance, there is a, a text about the history of the built environment, by C.G. Alvarez, there is a text about languages, borders, and identity by Catherine Facerias and Elisabeth Lebovici. There is also beautiful conversations. Uh, one is about journalism, one is about photography on both sides of the, of the river, and there is also a text about archaeology. And to finish, there is a beautiful um, text written by Carla Villa Cienzo. Sorry for the, yeah. Uh, she's a writer. She wrote uh, this uh, beautiful book, The Undocumented Americans. Uh, she was, in fact, one of the first undocumented 
students at, the, at Harvard, and she wrote this book about uh, her experience. Okay, and is this uh, publication available to buy at, at Mudam? Yes, yeah. it is uh, available at Mudam, also on our website, Mudam Store, and uh, there will be a launch uh, of the book uh, on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. And you always have a public program uh, that kind of um, seeks to engage people more uh, that runs alongside every exhibition that you have. Uh, what, can you tell us about the public program that's running alongside Al Rio to the river? Um, of course. Um, I mean, indeed, we do have a very rich program that runs alongside the exhibition. Um, I'm just going to mention my uh, highlights of the public program. So starting with tomorrow, so prior to the opening of the exhibition itself, Suzanne Cotter, the curator of the exhibition and our former director, um, will discuss with the artist Zoe Leonard. Um, this will take place tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. in Modam's auditorium. Um, instead, following, so on the next, on the 26th of February at 11 in the morning, always in Mudam's auditorium, on the occasion of the book launch um, of what Christophe was just uh, explaining, we will welcome Zoe Leonard in conversation with Jim Johnson, so as, as Christophe said, the editor of the publication, and um, two contributors of the publication, so Catherine Faceras and Elizabeth Lebovici, who uh, jointly wrote an essay um, in the publication entitled Board Along. Um, I just wanted to mention that this uh, publication was really conceived as an alternative form of circulation of the work itself. So it, it's a sort of standalone um, piece of work itself. And um, the publication really provides interdisciplinary references for people who are interested in all sorts of topics. So the topic of the river itself, but environmental issues, borderland culture and contemporary border issues. So I highly recommend the publication. Um, also, we are working on a very ambitious collaborative project, um, which is going to take place in cooperation with partners of the UNIGR Center for Border Studies of the, the University of Luxembourg, the University of Sarlands, and the Center for American Studies at the University of Trier. Um, we have organized a symposium um, which will take place on the 20th of May from 10 in the morning to 6 in the afternoon, which is entitled Rivering Borders on Rivers and Other Border Materialities. Um, this symposium has been structured following sort of two main topics. So taking the river as a concrete element, which will be the first part of the symposium day. And um, the second part of the symposium will be focused on the river as a metaphors. We will have uh, seven speakers coming from different backgrounds, which will explore this sort of themes. Also, another very exciting and more ludic and fun um, kind of um, event that we have organized is that every Wednesday evening at Mudan Cafe, we will broadcast Marfa Public um, Radio Program, uh, Dos Horas Con Primo Corasco, which is a very fun selection of music coming from the region. And I highly recommend everyone to come and listen to the weekly need dose of Norteño Conjunto Bolero, Teyano, Tex-Mex, and in general, uh, Borderland music. Yeah, you sent me a link to this uh, radio show uh, when we discussed having this interview, and it's really a, a great listen. I'd highly recommend. So that's going to be uh, being broadcast in the cafe at Muda. Exactly. Yeah, every uh, Wednesday evening. Every Wednesday evening. At what time? Um, from 6 till 21. Okay. Uh, and for any of these um, events, do people need to book tickets? Uh, 
So for most of the events, it will be necessary to book in advance the tickets, uh, which can be easily done by um, on our website, so on modam.com. For instance, for the uh, broadcast of the radio program, it will not be needed to pay or to book. Uh, you will just have to come to the bar to enjoy a drink. Okay, great. Um, Another aspect which is uh, very important for um, the public program of Zoe Leonard's exhibition is that running throughout the whole exhibition, we have developed an intensive screening program um, that will be launched with our annual collaboration with the Luxembourg City Film Festival. So on March 9th at 6.30 p.m. at Cine Utopia, we will screen Si Pudera Desert Algo by Dora Garcia. Um, this movie portrays an intimate view of the feminist demonstrations that have been taking place in Mexico over the recent years. Um, Garcia proposes a soundtrack to this incredible um, feminist demonstrations that have been taking place in Mexico over um, the last five years. And the film, which I highly recommend, follows sort of two paths. The first is a collective recollection of images and sounds from these feminist marches. And the second is uh, the documentation of the composition, the recording and the final performance of the film soundtrack by trans artist La Brouillard de Texcoco. Um, also always relevant to the screening program on the 22nd of May from three o'clock, always at Modam's Auditorium, we have curated a dedicated screening program with a selection of short films and feature movies. Um, starting with Baba Septa by Randa Marufi, um, which is also translated into Setwa's Gate. Um, is a short movie that consists of a series of reconstructed situations which are based on the observations made on the border of Ceuta, which is a Spanish enclave on the Moroccan soil. And it provides sort of a, a great narrative of the intense trafficking of manufactured goods, uh, sold and discounted prices that, take, that happen every day in this um, border context. Following this movie, we will screen um, Suing Borders by Mohamed Hafida, which is a short movie that Hafida developed collectively with a group of Beirut residents with different experiences of displacement. So they studied maps of the city and of the region, and through their suing skills, they negotiated and narrated notions of spatial, temporary, and historical borders. And finally, always within this screening program, um, the program will culminate with a feature film entitled Tegras by um, female director Maya Darin, which is based on the triple border between Brazil, Colombia, and Peru. And it is located somewhere between a documentary, a film, and an essay. Uh, Tegra is really a meditation on the concept of frontiers. So um, we have really been trying to work on providing viewers different points of view uh, on the theme of the border, so not only focusing it on the Mexican-US border, but really trying to give it a broader perspective, so from European or from non-American points of view. So I, I invite everyone to come and see some of the... Sure. Yeah, there's so much there going on. I guess the best way to, to, to really find out about it all is to head to your website and see it all there and book tickets. Uh, we've actually got to go to the news now, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the performances that you have uh, lined up uh, in March, I believe.
You're listening to The Breakfast Show on RS City Radio on 102.9 and 105.2 FM. And I am here in the studio with Joel Valabrega and Christoph Galois from Mudam Museum in Kirschberg. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> um, Joel, you are the curator of performances at Mudam, is that right? Yes, that's uh, right. I'd like to talk now about a little bit about the performances that you have upcoming in your program. Um, the first of which is a play called Art by a French playwright and novelist, Yasmin Reza. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yes, indeed. Um, so Modam's Great Hall will um, indeed host the seminal play Art, uh, written in 1994 by Yasmin Reza, in a new production directed by the Luxembourgish director Frank Hoffmann. Um, the project is produced in collaboration with the Schauspiel Leitzbeck, sorry for the pronunciation, and the Théâtre National de Luxembourg. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, when is that happening? Um, this is going to be happening on the 17th, 18th and 19th of March. It will take place at 8pm and it will take place in Modam's Great Hall. And uh, what is the, what's the subject of the play? So I don't want to give out too much information, okay. um, but the play depicts a sort of cross-section of the daily life of three friends who are embroiled in a heated conversation about a modern work of art. And what is really central to this piece is a very familiar question, what is art? Um, I highly recommend everyone to come and see this play for those who want to know more about what is art today in 2022. Okay, and uh, what language is the play in? Um, the play is going to be in German. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, second performance in your program is a piece called uh, Verstreichen. I, I also don't know if I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> I hope I did. Uh, by William Engelen, who is an artist from the Netherlands. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that one? Of course. Um, I'm also not sure if you pronounce it properly, okay. but I do think that's the right way. Um, um, on the occasion of the exhibition 25 Years of Modem Collection, um, we will host in the gallery at the minus one level um, this performance by William Engelen. The work refers to a method for composing music that the artist and composer has been using since 2005. The sound work is based on journals that the artist transcribes as a score for solo instruments. It is conceived as a form of, um, we can call it a self-portraiture, where musicians perform an episode from their personal history into music. For example, just to give you an example, in 2011, he uh, asked an entire family, so father, mother and three daughters, uh, to keep a journal for over a week. And then the score was played by five musicians and thus an acoustic family portrait was formed. For uh, Mudam's iteration, the artist has worked with musician Andrea Pont Valdes from the Luxembourgish instrumental ensemble um, United Instruments of Lucilline, who kept a diary for seven days, which then was transformed by Ingelin into a 44-minute violin score. I think that's fascinating. Do you know how he translates those diaries into music? Is there a system or is it more kind of um, abstract? I think it's more abstract, mm. um, but it's something very personal that the artist does. Um, so I don't really have more information on if it's a literal transition. Right. Or okay, sure. Uh, and do people need to book tickets for these in advance? Um, yes, um, as space is limited, I would highly recommend for people to book on Modam's website, so on modam.com. Um, the performance will be taking place on the Sunday 27th of March at three o'clock. Okay. Um, now, if people want to attend exhibitions, uh, you know, they can obviously show up anytime, most days of the week, right? Uh, but maybe we could just give a little bit of uh, practical information about what days you're open and uh, how much it costs to attend. And 
etc. Of course. Um, so, uh, starting with prices, um, the entrance ticket for adults is of eight euros. Um, it is free for students and for um, people until the age of 26. And it is free on Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Um, the opening hours are we are open every day apart from Tuesday, uh, however, with different time schedules. So on Monday, we are open from 10 to 6. Wednesday, we are open from 10 to 9 p.m. And from Thursday to Sunday, we are open from 10 to 6. Okay. And of course, people can find you on Instagram and Facebook. And your website is mudam.lu. Is that right? Uh, mudam.com. Mudam.com. Okay, great. Uh, well, I mean, aside from what we talked about today, uh, you, you've, you've also got uh, things like photography workshop for kids, bread making workshops. I saw this all on your website yesterday. Family tours, children's sculpture classes, pewter casting workshops, drawing classes, film screenings. It's like an absolutely packed program. So if, if there's anybody listening that hasn't uh, been down to Mudam yet, I'd highly recommend uh, heading to Mudam com or uh, just strolling down to the Mudam in Kirschberg and checking out because it's a it's a brilliant and very inspiring place guys thank you very much for coming in today to talk to us we really appreciate it thank you Tom thanks for having you. us thanks